Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. All right, thank you for joining me here on this Friday as we're getting ready to wrap up our week here on the Common Prayer Podcast. We're continuing our journey through the daily office, this Anglican practice of morning prayer and evening prayer spoken every day. This liturgy is a great way of just keeping that consistency, keeping that focus when it comes to prayer time and scripture reading, personal devotion. And so that's why I wanted to put this podcast out there. Hopefully if you're having some trouble with those areas in your walk with the Lord, then maybe this can be a help for you. So I'm reading out of the Book of Common Prayer published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. Of course, if you'd like to find out more about the ACNA, maybe to see if even there's a church in your area, you can go to anglicanchurch.net. Also, if you'd like to follow along with the liturgy that I'm reading through for morning prayer this morning, you can go to dailyoffice2019.com. It's a great resource because it has the entire liturgy from beginning to end all on one page, including the specific psalms, the specific readings, the specific prayers for each day. And also I'll put a link to that website in the description so that way you can go right to it and follow right along. So let's take a moment to pause and center our hearts on the Lord this morning as we prepare for worship. Okay, so again, this is morning prayer for Friday, February 2nd, 2024. In the church calendar, this would be the Friday after the fourth Sunday of Epiphany. That Sunday is also known as Septuagesima. It is also the feast day for the presentation of our Lord Jesus Christ in the temple. And that feast is known as Candlemas. Let's begin with an opening sentence from Scripture. From the rising of the sun to its setting, my name will be great among the nations. And in every place, incense will be offered to my name, and a pure offering. For my name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Let's pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done 
and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name. Amen. Grant your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Let us say the Venite together. The Venite will begin and end with an antiphon with the response, O come, let us adore him. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for morning prayer for the second day of the month in this 30-day cycle begin with Psalm 9. I will give thanks unto you, O Lord, with my whole heart. I will speak of all your marvelous works. I will be glad and rejoice in you. Indeed, my songs will I sing of your name, O Most High. When my enemies are driven back, they shall fall and perish at your presence. For you have maintained my right and my cause. You sit on your throne, judging right. You have rebuked the nations and destroyed the ungodly. You have blotted out their name forever and ever. As for the enemy, 
Their destruction has come. They are in perpetual ruin. Like the cities which you have destroyed, their memory has perished with them. But the Lord sits enthroned forever. He has prepared his seat for judgment. For he shall judge the world in righteousness, and minister true judgment to the peoples. The Lord will be a defense for the oppressed, even a refuge in the time of trouble. And those who know your name will put their trust in you. For you, Lord, have never failed those who seek you. O praise the Lord who dwells in Zion. Tell the peoples what things he has done. For when he takes vengeance for blood, he remembers them, and forgets not the cry of the poor. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. Consider the trouble I suffer from those who hate me. O you who lift me up from the gates of death, that I may tell of all your praises within the gates of the daughter of Zion. I will rejoice in your salvation. The nations have sunk down in the pit that they made. In the same net which they hid secretly is their foot caught. The Lord is known to execute judgment. The ungodly are trapped in the works of their own hands. The wicked shall return to the grave, even all the peoples that forget God. For the poor shall not always be forgotten. The patient hope of the meek shall not perish forever. Rise up, O Lord, and let them not have the upper hand. Let the nations be judged in your sight. Put them in fear, O Lord, that the nations may know themselves to be merely human. Going on to Psalm 10. Why do you stand so far off, O Lord, and hide your face in the time of need and trouble? The ungodly in his pride persecutes the poor. Let him be taken in the crafty schemes that he has imagined. For the ungodly has boasted of his own heart's desire. The covetous holds the Lord in contempt and blasphemes his name. The ungodly is so proud that he cares not for God. Neither is God in any of his thoughts. His ways are always grievous. Your judgments are far above, out of his sight, and therefore he defies all his enemies. For he has said in his heart, I shall never be cast down, no harm shall happen to me. His mouth is full of cursing, deceit, and fraud. Under his tongue are ungodliness and vanity. He sits lurking in the thievish corners of the street, and in his hiding places he murders the innocent. His eyes are set against the poor. For he lies waiting secretly, even as a lion lurks in his den, that he may ravish the poor. He ravishes the poor when he gets him into his net. The innocent is crushed and humbled before him, and the weak cannot stand against his might. He has said in his heart, God has forgotten. He hides away his face, and he will never see it. Arise, O Lord God, and lift up your hand. Forget not the poor. Why should the wicked blaspheme God, while he says in his heart, You, O God, do not care? Surely you have seen it, 
For you behold ungodliness and wrong, that you may take the matter into your hand. The poor commits himself unto you, for you are the helper of the fatherless. Break the power of the ungodly and malicious. Search out his ungodliness until you have brought it all to light. The Lord is king for ever and ever, and the nations have perished out of the land. O Lord, you have heard the desire of the poor. You prepare their heart, and your ear hearkens to it. To help the fatherless and poor with justice, that the one who is of the earth may terrify no more. To help the fatherless and poor with justice, that the one who is of the earth may terrify no more. Going on to Psalm 11. In the Lord I put my trust. How then can you say to my soul, Flee as a bird unto the hill? For behold, the ungodly bend their bow, and make ready their arrow upon the string, that they may secretly shoot at those who are true of heart. For the foundations will be cast down, and what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes consider the poor, and his eyelids try the children of men. The Lord tests the righteous, but the ungodly and those who delight in wickedness his soul abhors. Upon the ungodly he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone, storm and tempest. This shall be their portion to drink. For the righteous Lord loves righteousness. The upright shall behold his face. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first lesson is a reading from the book of Genesis, beginning with the 32nd chapter, in the first verse. Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's camp. So he called the name of that place Mahanaim. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, in the land of Seir, the country of Edom, instructing them, Thus you shall say to my lord Esau, Thus says your servant Jacob, I have sojourned with Laban and stayed until now. I have oxen, donkeys, flocks, male servants and female servants. I have sent to tell my Lord in order that I may find favor in your sight. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and he is coming to meet you. And there are four hundred men with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed. He divided the people who were with him, and the flocks and herds and camels, into two camps, thinking, If Esau comes to the one camp and attacks it, then the camp that is left will escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, O Lord who said to me, Return to your country and to your kindred, that I may do you good. I am not worthy of the least of all the deeds of steadfast love and all the faithfulness that you have shown to your servant. For with only my staff I crossed this Jordan, and now I have become two camps. 
Please deliver me from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau. For I fear him, that he may come and attack me, the mothers with the children. But you said, I will surely do you good, and make your offspring as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. So he stayed there that night, and from what he had with him he took a present for his brother Esau, two hundred female goats and twenty male goats, two hundred ewes and twenty rams, thirty milking camels and their calves, forty cows and ten bulls, twenty female donkeys and ten male donkeys. These he handed over to his servants, every drove by itself, and said to his servants, Pass on ahead of me, and put a space between drove and drove. He instructed the first, When Esau my brother meets you and asks you, To whom do you belong? Where are you going? And whose are these ahead of you? Then you shall say, They belong to your servant Jacob. They are a present sent to my lord Esau. And moreover, he is behind us. He likewise instructed the second and the third and all who followed the droves. You shall say the same thing to Esau when you find him. And you shall say, Moreover, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he thought, I may appease him with the present that goes ahead of me, and afterward I shall see his face. Perhaps he will accept me. So the present passed on ahead of him, and he himself stayed that night in the camp. The same night he arose and took his two wives, his two female servants, and his eleven children, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and everything else that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And a man wrestled with him until the breaking of the day. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he touched his hip socket, and Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, Let me go, for the day is broken. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then he said, Your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with men, and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, Please tell me your name. But he said, Why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life has been delivered. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. Therefore to this day the people of Israel do not eat the sinew of the thigh that is on the hip socket, because he touched the socket of Jacob's hip on the sinew of the thigh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Tadeum Laudamus together. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, 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 Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. 
the noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, advocate and guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. You overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. Luke, beginning with the second chapter and the 22nd verse. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him, according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace, according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel. And his father and his mother marveled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow until she was eighty-four. She did not depart from the temple, worshipping with fasting and prayer night and day. And coming up at that very hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem.
And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom. And the favor of God was upon him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, 
nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The collect of the day for this feast day of the presentation of our Lord Jesus Christ in the temple, also known as Candlemas. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we humbly pray that as your only begotten Son was this day presented in the temple in the substance of our flesh, so we may be presented to you with pure and clean hearts by Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the fourth Sunday of Epiphany, or Septuagesima, let us pray. O God, you know that we are set in the midst of many grave dangers, and because of the frailty of our nature, we cannot always stand upright. Grant that your strength and protection may support us in all dangers and carry us through every temptation. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A College for Endurance. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A Prayer for Mission. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who alone works great marvels, send down upon our clergy and the congregations committed to their charge the life-giving spirit of your grace. Shower them with the continual dew of your blessing and ignite in them a zealous love of your gospel. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Feel free to pause the podcast here to offer up your own prayers and petitions to the Lord in your own words. We'll come back together for the general thanksgiving. Okay, let's pray the general thanksgiving together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, 
life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. All right, well, thank you so much for joining me for morning prayer. Hopefully it was as edifying a time for you as it was for me. And if it was, or even if it wasn't, but maybe you have questions or prayer requests or perhaps even, dare I say it, constructive criticism, hopefully, <laughs> you can reach me by email at commonprayer419 at gmail.com. You can also reach me on Twitter, now known as X, at commonprayer419. Also, I would encourage you to subscribe if you've not yet done so. That way you will not miss future episodes, get notifications that they are up and running, including this afternoon's more, uh, evening prayer, pardon me, coming up at 5 p.m. Eastern. But until then, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. Thank you again for joining me. God bless you, and I will see you next time.